and welcome to Bookstagram Live with me, Chloe. In this episode, I spoke to Sarah, or Rosebud Mode as she's more commonly known online. We spoke about her Discord community, Rosebud's Realm, how it handled the release of House of Flame and Shadow, and how Sarah plans to make the realm less Sarah J Mass focused moving forwards. We also discussed Sarah's new business, The Realm Studios, where she offers author services. This chat originally took place live on Instagram and you can still watch the original recording over on my page at C. Sutcliffe Books. Before we get started, I want to let you know about a few changes I'm making to this podcast. So I've just switched to a new editing software and this should make editing a lot easier for me. But because of this switch, I've had to find a new sound to use for transitions between sections. So don't be alarmed if the podcast sounds just a little different to previously. Along with the sounds changes, I also want to create more of a consistent format for each episode. This format, however, will not affect any of my conversations with guests. However... I will be opening my episodes with some brief updates about what I've been up to lately, from writing progress to social media content to life updates. I will also be ending each episode by sharing my thoughts on a topic which is currently important to the online book community. The topic in this episode will be the Speak Up SMP boycott, so stick around till the end to find out more. I think those are all the changes I need to mention right now. If you really don't want to hear my new podcast segments, please do skip through them to get to the main content, but I sincerely hope that you appreciate everything I have to say. For now though, happy listening! Now it's time for my personal updates. So, to be completely honest, I am still reading House of Flame and Shadow. Um, You'll hear us talk a little bit about it in this podcast, but completely spoiler-free. So, at the time of recording my conversation with Sarah, I was halfway through. I'm now nearly, nearly finished. I've got about 60, 70 pages left, so it's going very well, and... I am on track to finish by the end of the month, but the reason I've been so slow reading it is because of my studies. So this semester I'm doing a fantasy module, which has quite a few big texts on it. So I've also nearly finished Game of Thrones at the moment. I have about a quarter of the book left, so that's going well. I'm enjoying it. I enjoyed the TV show before. So it's really interesting getting to study books on this module that I hadn't read previously but were on my radar. The other thing I've been doing for my studies recently is working on my dissertation. So studying English and creative writing, my dissertation is made up of a piece of creative writing. So I've written the opening of a novel and I also have to write a critical essay based on topics explored in that creative piece so that's been taking up a lot of my time but it's now pretty much fully drafted now 
but it's a very, very rough first draft of the essay. So I'm going to have to spend quite a bit of time editing it, but at least it feels like a weight off my shoulders now to have written most of that. And because of my dissertation, I have been writing absolutely nothing for myself. I haven't worked on my own novels, I think, since early January. So that's not great, but I'm just trying to focus on getting finished with the university because once I submit these last few assignments then I'm done and I never have to worry about homework again and yeah hopefully after that point I'll be able to get back into writing properly. Since recording my last podcast episode you might not know that I've joined BookTok so you can find me at C. Sutcliffe Books the exact same handle as my bookstagram and so far I've been mainly sharing reading updates and spoken reviews of the books that I've been reading. But ongoing I'd like to have more variety in there and do book hauls, book unboxings, general topic conversations, a bit like what I'll be doing at the end of this podcast episode. So that's going well at the moment. You can follow me on there as well now if you'd like. And finally, the other thing that's been keeping me busy is I've been working towards being in a dance show. So this is happening two, three weeks from now. It's literally a run of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday with two shows on the Saturday. I'm in four different routines So it's four hours of classes a week plus all my extra practicing at home. So it's a big commitment, but it's been a lot of but it's been a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to doing that. I've done the same dance show every year since I joined uni. So it would be nice to finish my final year doing the same thing. And the theme of the show this year is Renaissance. So There are some interesting ways that the teachers have related their routines to Renaissance, but it's been a really fun experience to be involved in. So that's everything I've been up to recently, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and my conversation with Sarah. Hello! Hi! Hi! Hi. So good to finally speak to you. I know. How are you? Good. Thanks. How are you? Good. Good. Well, thank you for rescheduling because I know we did do it quite a few times. And it's on me, by the way. It's not anyone else. No, I completely understand. Like, if you're not not in a great place mentally, physically, then of course I'm always happy to accommodate. Yeah. Well, it was funny too because yesterday I was like, I'm so ready to do this. And I woke up and I was like, this is not going well. And then I got sick during the live. So we have coffee. We're ready to go. Great. (laughs) So basically, I just want to talk all things the realm today. Yeah. So can you introduce Rosebud's realm and who it's there for? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I'd love to hear what you think, who it's there for too, because it's always fun for me to see what other people think. But um, it's funny when I talk about it, I have to kind of talk about the origin because it makes more sense when people understand where it really started and then how it evolved. So um, I decided to be a gaming streamer in 2019. And I knew that the thing to do at the time was Discord. And I was already in Discord servers. I had been an active member of Discords. 
around 2017. And um, there was about, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say under 20 people in the server for about a year and a half um, because it was just gaming. It wasn't hitting the right audience. It just, the timing wasn't right. Um, and then I, then COVID happened and everyone pretty much uh, kind of did their own things, which is fair. And I started reading and then I made my TikTok about Throne of Glass and um, it became very obvious to me that there was um, a lot of actor readers, but not a lot of Throne of Glass readers. And so I really wanted a space where people could talk about Throne of Glass. And I was like, well, I have this Discord that's like basically inactive. So I remember I put a really big message and said, you know, hey, the server's changing. Not like these 20 people really cared. And um, that night when we opened it up, I think there was like 125 people that joined. And so um, the realm has always been a space for nerdy women. Women. It, you know, it evolved from gaming and went to reading. And I would say now it is a, it's a place where people can be comfortable and be nerdy and have discussions and dialogue and uh, get into debates with each other, but it always be like a safe space to just kind of get to know friends. Um, and then as you are a part of, and something that I really love is that we have chapters by the realm, which was something that we really wanted to do for a very long time. And that is, you know, where people can meet in real life. And I think that is probably the most rewarding part about the realm is like there are people all around the world that are meeting. Um, so yeah, it, I don't, I mean, I say it's a chaotic, loving space. I don't know how you would describe it, but. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a space with so much going on that readers can get involved in and get excited about yeah. and I, I feel like it's geared more towards fantasy readers but it's also completely open to anyone who reads anything at all yeah yeah I mean I think for a hot minute in the beginning you know and I think book talk experienced this where it was there was a divide between fantasy and romance and dark romance and spicy romance and I knew that that was always going to be a part of our space, but I wanted it more for fantasy. So I'm glad you said that because yeah. that was always the goal. <laughs> yeah, but it's also nice to see people who read all different things as well. Like, I, I know you stay away from this a little bit, but there's like smutty story time that goes on as well. Yes, which, which is so and There's some interesting stories, let's <laughs> say. <laughs> Yeah, so the smutty story time, the, the Thirsty Realm has evolved since its launch. So it was originally, people begged for it, and I was very against it because I didn't, you know, Discord has a lot of terms and services, rightfully so, in regards to, to smut. And um, I was like, okay, if we do it, there can't be any real art. There can't be any, like, discussion of anything, like, overly graphic. And, you know, for a hot minute, it kind of leans that way. And then we really overcorrected it. And Smutty Storytime is one of those things that, like, secretly I'm very proud of because it is just supposed to be something fun. Um, and for those that don't know, we do this thing in the Discord called Smutty Storytime, which is uh, one of our mods, Alex, she has, like, no trigger warnings, I swear. And she will read anything and she will find the most obscure things. A lot of things that have like blown up on Book Talk that I never talk about that you guys have read. Um, and I love it because you guys just embrace it and have fun with each other and laugh and it's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever read any of those stories yourself? Yes, Would you want what? to take on Alex's position? Oh. Um, no, Alex does a really good job at what she does. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I could read it. 
Um, I would probably be better at like, for instance, for anyone who knows Throne of Glass, I have read 89 and 90 to people with straight face. So like I could do those types of story times where like I will read you the most traumatic thing possible and you will be fine with me reading it. But uh, no, although I have joined a few smutty story times, Alex doesn't tip, sometimes she'll tell me what she's reading ahead of time. Um, but most of the time she lets it be a surprise and she's, she's great at it. Yeah. I've heard a few of them and it's quite something to walk into and I personally could not do what Alex does I could not be reading those stories out loud so no and I think what makes it so cool is it's like it's a safe space like it could be so uh intense and it's supposed to be fun like you're going into a space where everyone's laughing or they're drinking or they're they're like snacking and their husbands are in the room like it's it's supposed to be funny and yeah. i think that's what makes it so yeah you're you're oh i get it i wouldn't either <laughs> so why did you choose discord as the platform for this community like yeah after the gaming thing didn't work out did you ever consider that there was another space for readers or was this like i think so like where did the idea come from yeah i think it's a really good question because a lot of people have asked me why i have continued to champion discord i mean i have gotten offers from other book club companies and i have declined almost every single one of them i think there was one that i briefly considered before um I just said no. And the reason is, um, and this is where like the marketing side of my brain, so I have a background in digital marketing. And so that's kind of explains a lot of what goes on in the realm, I think. Um, but one of the things that the reason I really, I stuck with Discord is because I think instant messaging and that sense of instant communication causes people to either feel seen or feel heard. And so I, you know, the big platform is obviously Facebook or Facebook groups. And I, just really don't like Facebook groups. I feel like they have bred a certain community that I didn't want my community to be involved with. So Discord felt like the natural take. And I knew that while it, you know, when I started on Discord, it was it was primarily a gaming platform and now it's evolved to education and so many other things. And so for me, I was like, well, why can't I make Discord into a book club? I don't, I don't know why I couldn't turn it into a book space. And it, it just made sense. I mean, we, we still change and evolve. I mean, the, the server, I always like to say to people, like, don't expect it to look the same in a year because it's not. Like, it's always going to evolve from what you guys want and what, you know, fits well with our community. But I, I love that you guys have a sense of like instant connection. And then I also, I mean, I know some people don't love it, but I love tagging you guys and like just letting it be chaotic for 10 minutes and then walking away from it. So like, I think there's, I think it brings people together in a different way than like just typing a message and waiting 20 minutes to see if someone responds. Yeah, I definitely see that. Like I've been in a few Facebook groups for readers as well and I'll c comment on some posts every now and then but there isn't that same community feel no. that I have in the realm like your space Rosebud's realm is the only place that has this real community feel to it and I've never been able to find the same thing anywhere else. well I appreciate that because that is really my goal is to make you guys feel heard and appreciated amongst each other so yeah you also recently opened up a shop where you've been selling officially licensed Sarah J Mass yeah. merch. So how did that come about and what did it feel 
like getting that officially licensed so the i was so i i dabbled back and forth on selling merch for for you guys and i think once again this is kind of where like it's it's a little peek behind the curtain because i think there's lots of bookish merch shops and there's so many incredible ones um but what i different to everyone else is i think of you guys i think of the people in the realm versus the people i mean sure there are pieces that everyone loves i mean the room dannon shirt is like beloved by like everyone i get a lot of comments on that one uh, which i understand why that one took me a very long time but like certain ones, like I swear to God, if we don't go to Terrace, like those ones are made for the realm. Like those aren't made for uh, the community at large. So licensing was funny. Um, and I think Sarah's, I, I'm pretty sure they know who I am by now because of uh, the licensing process. So I can speak about it because a lot of people have spoken about it, but it's a pretty easy process and also a complicated process. Um, you basically submit and then they ask for a few of your designs and really what they're just checking is to make sure that it is appropriate which is totally fair um but my favorite part about the licensing process is they send you a document and they want you to write out anything in sarah's books that you may one day want to make merch on so like anything in the books that you feel like is a phrase or a word it's not a phrase sorry a word or a location or a place and so i sent back a 14 page document to them with everything in it down to like all of 29 Aelin's names um every location in terrison every location in perithian um i was so mad my first contract i missed jelly jubilee and they were like well it's fine it's in there don't worry about it like because it was such a long contract but um I even had a hunch like last year when I submitted my contract, which was, or I should say two years ago, I had a feeling the book was going to be House of Flame and Shadow. So I put book four, or I put book three, Crescent City, House of Flame and Shadow. So I had, and they agreed to it. They signed it off and everything. So I had the rights to all of that, um, which was really kind of cool. Um, and the process is, it's, it's really interesting. At first I was like very terrified that Sarah was seeing these designs and maybe she does, I don't know, but I think now it's so large that there's a team involved. Um, but it, it, um, it's a fun process. And I am this year I'm planning on licensing with other authors, which is really exciting. But, uh, you know, the, Sarah's going to always be a special place for the realm. And I, I know that going into this. And so I want to always honor that. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine trying to figure out how many words to put on that document, though. Like, surely yeah. the mass read along helps loads as you were rereading the books to go through and pick out everything you wanted. Because I could not imagine trying yeah. to see so far in the future and pick out everything like that. Well, and, and it was like little things like um, phantom hands or like Manon, Kraken, Iron Teeth. Like I even put like live Manon. Like I put like anything I could think of that I one day would want, you know, you guys to have and it, it's in there. And then I think now they just like, they don't ask because the doc is so long and they're just like, it's probably in there. I, I was told when I sent it that it was the longest doc they've ever received. So I was like, okay, well that adds up. <laughs> I can imagine that though coming from you because you are like I don't want to say the biggest super fan but everything you do for the community yeah. you do so much for Sarah J Mass and I can see you wanting to be so thorough with it yeah and, and that wasn't intentional I always tell people that like it wasn't I wasn't ever seeking to be the most knowledgeable in Sarah J Mass it just happened because I wanted you guys to feel knowledgeable um but yeah, it, it, it's kind of funny how, uh, 
like little, yeah, details matter. Little things like pop in and I have it all planned out on this doc. So yeah. yeah. You mentioned yeah. wanting to get a few other authors to license your merch. Mm -hmm. Can you suggest anyone, any authors, any books that you'd be interested in in yeah. the future? Yeah, so there's been a few that, I mean, there's a few that I'm in talks with and that we I will definitely, you know, go through the process with. Um, Scarlett St. Clair is one. So she, you know, with her Hades and Persephone series, her King of Battle and Blood, you know, even her novellas, um, I have such a love and, and respect for hers. And so the reason I haven't done it yet is because I'm so nervous. <laughs> I want those to be so, because I have so much, like she, you know, people think, oh, Sarah, Sarah J. Mass, but like Scarlett St. Clair is how I started reading. And so like, I really want to get those right. Um, Kyla K. Godin is another one that I would really love to get in the future for Legend of Huntress. Um, that series is just so great. And I, I want to do more with her books in the realm. Um, and then obviously the one that is definitely already in the works, I, I need to make that very clear, is Lady of Darkness and everything with Melissa Rorick. Um, so there will be some merch. We have uh, a plan to like tr uh, trickle it during the read-along. So there'll be certain pieces released while the read-along is happening. Um, and it's really exciting just because Melissa kind of knows what I want. And so she just laughs at like, I think, I think this is the other thing that like authors expect or need to expect when they sign with me. is like, I'm not going to merch that is standard. Like I like to make funny things or things that will capture someone's attention. So like there are some things down the pipeline with La Lady of Darkness that if you guys really cat, you know, catch on to it, um, I really want to make that merch. So yeah. I did have a feeling there might be something coming from Melissa. But we'll talk a little bit more about that later yeah. because I want to get into the mass read yeah. first. Yeah, let's so, talk about the mass read. <laughs> yeah. So why did you decide to do it in the first place and commit yourself to doing so many different things, like making all the playlists, doing the Word from from the Realm podcast, doing all your YouTube updates? Why did you decide to do so much? That's a great question and one that I should be asked more often, honestly. Um, <laughs> so I, I think what happened was it's, it started off. So we did book buds with Throne of Glass in 2021. And that was, um, that was a lot. That was actually more intensive than the mass read along was. And that was, I mean, some of those slideshows for Throne of Glass. And so for those that don't know, it was me going through the entire series of Throne of Glass. Originally, it was supposed to be a book a month, except January had Throne of Glass and, and a, uh, Crown of Midnight. So we combined the two and then we did Assassin's Blade in February. And then it was a book a month and then we would be done by the summer. I was working on notes during those books, but they were they started off, like if I show you guys the first Throne of Glass notes, it's really just bullet points. Like it's very straightforward, not super detailed. Um, and then of course, with Sarah's books, I started to piece, I mean, I probably could genuinely run like a college graduate course on Sarah's writing because I know her pattern now, like I'm very like clued into it. Um, and because it turned into like, I would notice things and I would want to make sure you guys would notice things. And so like, um, and uh, that was what I called the D and D style book club. So like the master long didn't really get to experience it, but it was these slideshows and they were, f the masterclass had that. And it was like very detailed when we got to Kingdom of Ash, like I showed you on the map where everyone was and you watched them fall like slowly get together and everything. So it was really cool, but it was extremely time consuming. And because it's me, by the time we got to Air of Fire, which is when things really blew up, um, it, we 
realized it, it was going to take the full year. It wasn't going to, we weren't going to wrap it up in six months. Um, and so we had just finished that book club in December and I had pulled the court together and said, we're not doing Sarah J Mass next year. Like we're wrapping it up. We did our job, whatever. HOSAB will come out. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. HOSAB came out and I, I think this is my like Aylin Nesta energy where like, I refuse to let anyone else do something that I know I can do really well. And so I, I think it was a few months after finishing HOSAB, we pulled the court together and I said, we're going to do this mass read along because everyone's going to want to read all the books. And I don't know when the new one will come out, but I want to make sure that we are the people that are in charge of this and, you know, take charge. They definitely begrudgingly thought I was insane. And then things slowly kind of trickled. So I knew I wanted to do a Toronto Glass podcast. That was the plan from the beginning. Um, that was the plan from the first book club. And then we decided to incorporate it to the full mastery along, which we were not very good at keeping those podcast updates. So like, I don't know what the status is of word from the realm right now. We're like, it hosts might change. We might change the whole plot. I have no idea, but like, it's, it, it's very up in the open, up in the air, I should say. Um, the playlist was because I have fun with the playlist and they were more for me. And then that actually bit that actually became the most rewarding part of the of the journey because you you know you would think the notes would be the reason I remember things but it's actually the playlist like I can look at the playlist and see a song and be like I know exactly what happened in that chapter um so I think I, I think they just slowly started to build and then about fall of last year I hit a wall like I just I was burnt out I hit a wall and so I'm so grateful that the court kind of picked it up behind the scenes and they kind of kept it going um but it was not intentional. It was definitely meant to be something that was um, a one-time thing. But I think at the end of the day, the book clubs I love the most are the most interactive. So I wanted you guys to have all these interactive pieces. Yeah. Would you ever do anything on the same scale again? Uh, no, not on that scale. That scale was, <laughs> we're never doing the notes again. That was like a promise and like an oath that we made to ourselves. I would love to do guides, which would uh, wouldn't be as so much of like pulling notes and quotes, but more like pulling things and like writing reference guides type of situations. I, yeah. I could see that in the future. Um, but I, I think the thing that I have been told repeatedly, which I know is the thing that everyone hates to hear is I do a lot of stuff for free and I should stop doing that. So, um, we are pulling back for lady of darkness, but it will feel very similar to the mass read along and it will, um, it will also go back, it'll also pay homage to the first book club, which was, I really loved. I mean, those sessions were like, I mean, I think we finished the tandem read. It was like the last 10 chapters and it was a four hour session. Like it was just so much fun to go through the book and like discuss it. So it'll be like a hybrid of the two. And you know, we're, we're yeah. kind of modifying it each time basically. So what in particular are you planning for the lady of darkness read along yeah so lady of darkness for sure there will be the youtube lives um we're trying to decide how those will work um my friends have already asked if they wanted to do like reactions like the mass read along but i don't know where those will work on the schedule but we are going to do like it'll be me very similar to the master class going through lady of darkness with you um and then there will be the playlists, so uh, which Melissa is aware and laughs at me because she's the first author that gets to like see the chaos in action of like me making a playlist. Um, last night she was even like, please don't put a SpongeBob song in. And I was like, I don't know where I'd put a SpongeBob song in. 
so like it you know those are already kind of in the works um merch is definitely another thing we're talking about potentially word from the realm but i don't know what the status will be by the time we get that started and i'm trying to think if there's anything else i think that's it i think it's just going to be those like major things yeah we're gonna guides like i was mentioning though we'll do like little one sheeters but nothing too intense strict bring it back completely learning comparison mm -hmm. Yeah, and I and I want you guys. I mean, it's still you probably you guys will probably still feel like it's a lot, but it will it will be stripped back for us, which is nice. Yeah, and so I know you're working quite closely with Melissa at the moment. Mm -hmm. How did your working relationship come about, and how is that going to impact the read along? That's a good question because I think some people uh, have expectations, and it's it's very uh, different. So. Um, Melissa and I, we kind it, it was it was kind of accidental and it happened very organically. So I was in the middle of the Sarah J. Mass read along in the summer and I was burnt out. I couldn't look at another Sarah J. Mass name just because I had spent so long in that world. And um I really needed a break. And so I decided, okay, I'm gonna read Lady of Darkness because I really needed this just just like a week away from Reese. Just a week. That's all I needed. Um and I fell in love with these books, like just absolutely fell in love. And like I do with any book that I fall in love with and I feel an emotional connection, I'll reach out to the author and be like, hey, thank you so much for writing these books. Like they're really amazing, you know? And Melissa was very kind and she responded to me. And we, a lot of people were like, Lady of Darkness should be your read along. Lady of Darkness should be your read along. And I just kind of was hesitant because I didn't know it. When when picking a read along book, it was we really wanted to go hardcore on fantasy. But in the back of my mind, I was like, Hofas, I know is going to put everyone in a reading slump, and so I really wanted to be intentional with what we selected. And so I was like, well, maybe Lady of Darkness. And then I read, um, I had finished the Lady of Darkness series in June, and so or July, and in August her new series, the Legacy series, started. And I read the Legacy series, and without giving anything away, I finished the first book, and I messaged the court, and then I said we're done. We found it. Like, this is it. We found it's going to be Lady of Darkness. This is a gold mine. I don't know why the internet hasn't figured it out. Like, this is the next series. Like, it just makes sense. This is the perfect fit for the realm. It's the perfect fit for anyone who loves that romanticy, but loves the world building and fantasy. Um, and so I had messaged Melissa and we had not been working together at this point. We were just chatting casually. And I said, I'm letting you know that we're going to pick you for the read along. And I would love for you to be more included because obviously Sarah, she's so busy. It's like, that's like a pipe dream to ever get her included in something like that. So I knew that was not going to happen. And so I was like, I'd love for you to be included in this in some ways, whether it's a live at the end, like, I don't really care. And she was like, okay. Like she was very sweet about it. She's like so excited. Um, but she has very, very, very much respected that the read along is ours. It's, it's the realm, you know, she, she wants to respect that this is a reader space. It's not an author space. And so she doesn't want to get too close to it or anything. Um, and then it was a few months after I had initially told her that it was going to be our read along pick that she asked you her social media. So it, it kind of happens. So the, the read along is, is the realms and she respects that. And she knows that, you know, there's decisions made there that, you know, are made by me. Um, and then obviously I respect her as an author, just like I do with Sarah, just like I do with Scarlett, like any author I work with, I very much respect like that relationship. Um, but she obviously gets a sneak peek behind the curtain because it's her world. And then the best part about the relationship is Brit, her PA is like, has all those notes. So I don't have to write the notes because I can just go to Brit and ask questions. 
Um, and I sometimes so wear... that's the same thing you a job then compared to oh my god read along. Yes, yes, and um, it's just been it's been really fun. Like I don't know if we're Melissa's worst nightmare or her best dream because we'll like randomly be like, so wait, what about this? This is it. It's if you imagine what a conversation with me and Sarah J. Mass would be like, that's what a conversation with Melissa and I are like. Um, it's very much like I piece and then I know I'm getting close when she's silent. She ignores me. So um, but yeah, so it long story short, the the read along is ours and she knows that and she's very respectful of it, but she's going to be looped in towards the end, I I think is kind of the plan right now. Um, so then we can also have a very honest discussion about these books as well. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit more about the Realm Studios because you just set it up towards the end of last year? So, yeah, what made you decide to start these author services, and how is it going? Yeah, so the Realm Studios was something I had wanted to do for like three years because I have a very, I have a lot of knowledge in um marketing and digital marketing and the digital space and i i would almost consider myself like a master in fandoms and community management because i've just always been so close to it and um i just got nervous like i had a lot of self-doubt about whether i could do it or not and i was seeing a lot of people do author services and they were popping up and i just was like why am i not putting my name in the hat like i know what i'm doing like i i have the experience and it really was Melissa who pushed me. She was like, I want you to run my social media. You're very good at it. You just need to do it. And so I launched with her and it was a soft launch. It was meant to be very much like, she is my, you know, she's the author I'm working with. And if other authors choose to join me, that would be great. Um, with my dad, because of our, our families, like with health, I couldn't do all the services I wanted. Um, and so certain services had to be put on hold, like PR boxes and, arcs and all that fun stuff that I really want to dive into. So that's kind of now what I'm researching. Um, but it, it's, it's been, it's a really fun challenge for me because I, I love working with authors. I, I think a lot of authors would tell you like, I'm a big champion of them because I think they're just, I mean, they pour their heart and souls into a book and then hand it to a, a stranger and like, hope they like it. So it's like, I want them to feel love and the realm studios is there to like help push that agenda for sure. Yeah. So what services are you offering currently? So right now it's a lot of social media and branding, which for authors is like, branding is kind of like a what term, but I'm trying to get them to understand. And I mean, you're a reader, so this is a good example for you. It's like, when you're finding a book, I'm sure you go to an author's Instagram page or you'll go to their TikTok account. And for me, like looking at that feed is a story, you know, or looking at one post is a story. And how can, you know, as a reader, as a fantasy reader, you're just, there's so many books that come your way in your in your day to day that how do you capture readers attention through visual storytelling, you know, through sights, sounds, um, you can't do smells on the internet, but you know, kind of those those types of things. And so um, the main services are branding, social media, and then there is some like do it your own packages that are coming pretty soon just because, you know, for my budget friendly authors, I want to be respectful of that. Um, and then down the pipeline is arcs and PR boxes and all that fun stuff. But it is definitely fantasy romance company, which yeah. is really exciting. So mainly focusing on fantasy and romance sources then. Are you 
would you consider working with anyone else in other genres oh oh yeah absolutely so rom-coms are really fun because they have a very like um there's a very specific brand style for rom-coms like you can see that right now in the industry so i would love to work with a few rom-com authors just because of that style um i had an author reach out to me that did an omegaverse which is like somewhat fantasy but not and i was like i'll take it on like i'll take on an omegaverse um and i think that's one thing that like PR companies right now don't understand is like, my job as a PR company is not to make sure that, like, obviously I want the reader to love the book and fall in love with the book, but like, it's okay if you don't, because you're not coming to the Realm Studios to see my taste. You're coming to see like authors that are, you know, obviously we have a stylized similarity. So my goal, just like it is for a film studio is to make you come and at least pick up the book. And if you like it, you like it. And that's a big bonus for me. But if you don't, that's okay. And I would hope that you would stick with that author and continue loving their work or try willing to try out another piece. You know, that's my goal as Mark. I love that aspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a dream clients that you would love to work with in the future? I mean, Sarah's obvious. I would love to work because I have I have a big I have considered emailing Bloomsbury and said I would do it for free many times because I have a lot of ideas for Sarah's account that I think would surprise people because it's not what you would assume. I think it's this is where like my marketing brain hat comes on and not my Sarah J Mass fan hat comes on. Um, although I would troll you on her account every once in a while, but um, <laughs> I would have fun with that. But, uh, and also just, I think, train the reader base. Sarah would be a lot of fun. Um, I mean, Scarlett has an incredible team, so I don't ever want to mess with that. But I, you know, if for some reason her team was on a sabbatical or needed a break, I would take Scarlett in like a month or two and totally be fine with that. Um, Miranda Lynn is an author I would love to work with in the future. Kyla K. Godin is an author I'd love to work with. Like kind of the ones I've mentioned. Um, Other ones, like I had to look at my book. JLA is one I'd love. Um, Oh my God. uh, Stephanie. Garber would be a really fun one because I love her like oh, yeah. like oh Stephanie Garber's books are gorgeous um yeah I mean I I je- I think the other thing too is like my dream author too is an indie author like is a starting off terrified I don't know what the hell I'm doing but I'm willing to collaborate with you like for me the best client the reason Melissa and I work so well together is there's a give and take like she knows what she wants and she knows what she likes and it's my job to bend to her, but to also, you know, incorporate, um, like, pers- incorporate my personality a little bit into it. So, if you'll, I hope, I'm sure you can, if you go on her Instagram feed, you can probably see where I started working with her. But it's at the end of the day, it's all Melissa. It's not me. It's her personality. I just, you know, helped helped it shine. So, um, yeah, I think it's just those authors that don't know they need help yet. They're kind of my dream authors. Yeah. Great. How does running the business feel compared to your expectations when you first started? That's a really good question. And I think this is like something that um, it kind of goes back to like my roots in terms of I have started a lot of businesses and people don't know that. And a lot of them have failed. And I think that's when I realized I was an entrepreneur and I didn't know at the time. But I think with the Realm Studios, it it has truly been a lesson of it's not going to be perfect the first time. It's not even going to be perfect the second time. It's a matter of figuring out as you go along and adapting to what people need and what people want. And, you know, one thing that I kind of have to give myself grace on is 
understanding that it's not, you know, people aren't going to come knocking immediately and like it's going to take time and, and build a rapport. And also I have a hard time. I know this is probably surprising, but I have a hard time like kind of bragging on myself a little bit. Like, you know, authors will come to me and they'll be like, oh, I know what Rosebud's Realm is. And I'm like, you do? Like, how do you know? So like it's it's kind of a give and take. Um, and I think the biggest thing is I'm, Amanda said it earlier in the chat. I'm a perfectionist and that is very true. Uh, the mods call me 50 shades of green because the realm probably doesn't know this, but I've changed the shade of green probably every three months. So I think it's a matter of knowing that it's okay that, you know, it's not going to be perfect the first time, but we have to launch it at some point and just get it up and running. I love that. And it also sounds like, like it's a real passion project for you. And I get the sense that your passion projects are what become a success like the realm and chapters and things like that that's all the parts of your success and it's because you're so passionate about what you're doing yeah and i and i think that's where anyone's success comes from like anyone you know the the big thing when it came to the chapters when we launched that was I made it very clear that I didn't want to be involved in a lot of it because I wanted you guys to have ownership. Like I wanted it to feel like you all had a piece of it without, you know, obviously it's using Rosebud's Realm as a landing platform, but like it's yours to expand upon and to grow and evolve and to try out things and to feel like it's okay if it's not going well. And so, yeah, I, I think that, I think you're right. Do you have any other vision for chapters and expanding it further to have meetups for multiple chapters or I know there were plans for Disney in the past that haven't happened yet so what are your wider plans for meetups yeah you just reminded me about the Disney thing um so yes there are plans for meetups um the mods will tell you the meetups are um well the the Hofast house was kind of the, the guinea pig. So a lot of stuff that happened at that house on mine was testing out what it would be like for a realm getaway. And so, you know, the goodie bag, uh, you know, the, the wine, you know, the, the drinking nights, the book boyfriends dress up, like those aspects of the Hofast house were all things in potential preparation for a Rosebud's realm. Um, I have been approached by quite a few travel companies about doing realm events and my hesitation has been timing because they have a very strict deadline and I'm like listen we're a bunch of book readers like at this date we're gonna be busy so like I can't plan anything around this day because everyone's gonna murder me in the realm um I would love to I I think you know we've even talked and I I really do want to like sit down with the court. I mean, this isn't going to surprise them that I'm saying this, but like if the Akatar TV show happens, like I really genuinely want to book a place that has a big projector and like project it so we can all watch it together um and have like a big sleepover. So there there are pl I mean, and I know you're in the UK and like listen i've never been and like you i don't know if i told you this but like my college dorm room was all you it was embarrassing like i had london jack everywhere so like i i would love to go overseas and like do things oh you know over there and yeah. um so i i think it's it's a it's a matter of letting my perfection aside let it go <laughs> but um yes there's there's definitely plans to expand upon it it's very good like 
I'm always willing to travel for the sake of meeting people that I've been interacting with for a while online. So ah. that would be really nice. I'd be completely up for flying over to America if you did something there or if everyone wants to come over here that would also work brilliantly <laughs> yeah well and it's funny because like when we talked about the Akatar one I was like okay so we need a place for the first season that's like spring court so like obviously we'll be looking for something like that but then we know what we want for Mist and Fury like we know we want a cabin in the snow and like we want it you know in Europe so like it's funny how like those conversations, I mean, and if Throne of Glass ever gets anything, like, I know where I want to be when I'm, you know, have that book in my hand or when I'm with everyone. So it's, I think, I I also really genuinely would love, I think one thing that the realm does really well is when it comes to theorizing and outside of Sarah is we love, like, just fantasy in general. Like, we love mythology. We love the history of fantasy. And so I would love to do trips with, with you guys in terms of, like, okay, let's go, like, Scotland like let's explore you know the history of the mythology let's go to let's go to Greece let's go to Rome let's look at the history of all these things and it's fun because we're fantasy readers like we're not just like the snobby scholars like we're there to be like oh my gosh wait that one book we read so like I would love to do that one day with you guys for sure it sounds amazing and <laughs> you'll probably think this is crazy but I've never actually been to Scotland myself so I don't think it's somewhere I'd love to travel to I don't think that's crazy. I lived outside of Yosemite for like 25 years and still never been. So like I, and that like literally looks like Terracent. So like, I don't think that's crazy at all. <laughs> Let's talk about the Hofast house for a minute. Mm -hmm. So where did that idea come from and how did you decide where you wanted to book? Yeah, so it pretty much, we all have, so we use this app called Marco Polo and we've been using, um, Ashley Books Are My Third Place is the person who was like, you guys all have to use this. And so um, we've been using it since before the release of Silver Flames and it was how we communicated with each other. And for those that are unfamiliar, Marco Polo is basically like, um, it's like Instagram stories meets Snapchat where like the videos don't delete, but you can see the conversation. Like you hop in and it's just like one video after another of everyone talking. Um, so anytime there was a big release, so like Sarah from Blood and Ash, anything, we would make a chat and then everyone would go in there and react and have opinions and whatever. Um, and when HOSAB ended and I knew the ending, Avery knew the ending, like a few of us knew the ending and everyone was kind of getting to the ending of HOSAB. It was so fun to see everyone's reactions and we were doing like small little Zooms and watching everyone read it. And we were just like, we would love to be together to read HOFAS. Like, um, so that genuinely started a month after HOFAS came out, we knew. Um, location was very hard. Avery will uh, be the first person to tell you that not only one am I a very picky Airbnb, selector because i will probably reject it 90 to 80 percent of them but um location mattered a lot because we wanted to be near bookstores we, you know there was there was a lot of thought process and then with my family and with everything that was going on at the last minute right before we were going to select a house i had asked if we could do it in texas because i wasn't sure what the status would be which thankfully that really worked out in the end um but we originally wanted Colorado or North Carolina. And the reason we stuck with the States because Ashley begged for us to go to Europe for it was um, the release. I knew the release schedule in the States. I knew how the book was going to drop. And so, um, but it, she, she still to this day begs for like a, for like a European <laughs> excursion uh, for the next one. But yeah, it was the house also like, I know the girls had a little bit of sticker shock with the house, but 
it was important to me that the house was really nice because we were going to be spending the whole time in the house. So, um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It really was. Yeah. And what did you get up to other than obviously reading the book? And I watched when you did the YouTube live stream, I watched that the next day. So yeah, what else did you get up to after that, after I was just the book's release? It better have been the next day. Um, <laughs> it was <laughs> so we we pretty much read it was it was i mean for my end of things it was really like we just spent every day reading um and then when a few of us had finished we like went out into austin and did a few like fun excursiony things um austin has a great i'm really close to a bookstore here called vintage books and wine um it's a wine bar and a bookstore so it's really fun um so i took some of the girls there and we yeah i mean we 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 pretty much stayed in the house. I think one of, I would say, I mean, not to, not to speak for everyone, but I think most of us really, really loved the night that we all ate together. Like Avery cooked pasta for everyone and we had salad and wine and we played SJM Cards Against Humanity and we like laughed and it was just, it was just a lot of fun just to be together. I mean, we spend so much, to your point, like we spend so much time online that it was really nice to have a week where we were and the week went by so fast. I think a lot of us were nervous, like, oh God, we're spending a week together. But like by the end of it, I was I couldn't believe we'd spent a week together. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm only I'm still like halfway through how fast at the moment, but how quickly did you read it? So um, um I read it in three days. So I started it Monday night. Um I did not get far on Monday. I got, I think I was around chapter 40-ish by Tuesday, by the evening. No, I had finished part two. I Yeah, I finished part two on Tuesday, like like two in the morning had finished it, which is kind of slow for me, but I was, the pacing I struggled a little bit, um, more for me than the book. It was just, I was struggling with the pacing. And then um, I finished the book Wednesday morning. So it, it took me three days, which is kind of what I thought it would do. Yeah. Um, and then it, it was, like the weirdest feeling when I finished it. So I can't wait to see what you think when you finish it. <laughs> I know it's just taking me forever because it's my final year of university and I've got so much reading to do and I'm already working on my assignments. I've got deadlines yeah. coming up. So there's a lot going on, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. So yeah, far. you have a lot, a lot going on. That's totally fair. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So did you, did you find like, a favorite reading spot in the house or did you read all over the place so i i mainly read in bed so this is something that's funny and i think other book talkers might relate to this i feel if it's just me reading i will read in my bed read on my phone in my bed continuous scroll all day because i was a fanfic reader so i like the continuous scroll um but you feel guilty because you're in the dark and then you have to turn on a light and you have to film it so it's like it's a very weird situation um but i think it was me avery and caitlin and we really camped outside in the patio because the couches were so comfortable and so like i i mean it was cold probably not cold to your standard but it was cold and so like you just grabbed a little blanket. I had my throne of glass blanket and I would sit there and like read it. It was just so, excuse me. It was, it was just really nice. Um, and then I had like, I swear it sounds like I'm making this up, but like the day after I had finished it, um, the girls had surprised me with the book of queen of shadows, which I need to share with everyone so they can see it because it's fully annotated. Um, and, uh, I sat on the patio at like six in the morning and I just started reading it and I looked up 
and there was all these deer that like came by and I like almost I started crying like full-on had like a moment of oh my god like I can't believe it was like a sign from Aelin without like, Aelin's a fictional character but it really was so but it was my favorite spot for sure outside yeah. on those couches really nice would you recommend the experience to anyone else and do you have plans to do it again for the next Sarah J Maas book release or whichever other anticipated release. Yes. So I 1000% would recommend it. Um, it, it is the best. Um, the, we do have plans. It's very loose for the next one. Um, Akatar for me is like not a requirement to read with everyone, but I know some people are like begging for it. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the stipulation is the mods have to come because they really wanted to come on this one, but I had like already made plans. So they are, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I, that's kind of where we're at. Um, we don't, we have no plans on what the hat, where it will be anything like that. Yeah. Um, I miss uh, my guess. This if gonna if there was a new Throne of Glass book, would that be a definite? Oh, it's, it's a new throne of glass book they already know that's there's no question about it i think agatar is like iffy if it's throne of glass like i will just host it and tell people like this is where we're staying you book it or you don't like and it will be in the mountains i will be able to smell the pine trees like there will be no question about what that will be unless it's in the summer that'll be weird but i'll figure it out yeah yeah so i'm just looking at wrapping up a little bit now if you don't mind yeah so what plans do you have for the realm coming up in 2024 that we haven't already mentioned yet i think the biggest thing is you know this is going to be like it's somewhat of a nerve-wracking year for me because you know we have had such a steady sarah j mass schedule for so long and i always say that she's literally the word gate that gets everyone into the realm and then everyone disperses and kind of finds their own thing after they read it um, but this is the first year that, like, we're not really tied to Sarah, and that is somewhat nerve-wracking for me, but I also know that it's what everyone in the realm wants, so, like, I don't know why I'm so nervous about it. Um, but I have a lot of plans to, like, introduce you guys to other aspects of, like, nerdy life. Like, I really want to show more gaming. I want to show you know, crafting, I want to really kind of incorporate a lot of aspects of just, I had this dream when I was in college that I wanted to make a space for women who were nerdy, who didn't typically fit the mold of what a nerdy woman was. And that dream still exists in me and the realm is already that. And so I just want to kind of allow you guys to expand upon it, you know, do D and D campaigns with you guys. Like I'd really love to do more one shot campaigns. Cause I think you know we're all so smart we could we could we could fight some battles um and just little things and like always allow reading to be the the core of it i don't think that'll ever change but you know i don't want this to feel like it's just a reader space i want you guys to feel like it's a fantasy space and that's what it should be yeah so do you have any particular plans to bring more gamers in or is that just more like a side project within the realm i think i don't really know i think I think for so much of my life, when it comes to stuff like this, I do have plans and the realm happened very organically. Like I didn't have a plan and it just happened. And so I, I kind of am like going with that mentality of I'm show more gaming things on my TikTok account. I'm going to show more gaming aspects on um, my, you know, on my instagram i mean something that i really i genuinely am thinking about doing for you guys is um 
like you've already read it you've gotten far enough into uh hofas like the beginning in hofas with some stuff that happens um with the game yeah. i'm trying to like in code with the game hologram <laughs> that is so coded with horizon zero dawn that i'm like how do these girls not know what this is so like i feel like i need to play it for you guys so that you guys can see like how it's literally the same thing but also in the fact that like it's an incredible game about women and it's a women it's like the main character lead is a female like she's running around and doing all these things and i i think just empowering you know, and, and slowly inching you guys into other territories is, is kind of my thought. And also playing The Sims. Like, my Rosebud is literally a Sims reference. It's not even a book reference. So, like, I got to yeah. give back to the roots. <laughs> now, I used to play The Sims as a child. Like, I started with The Sims 2. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. I'm not, like, a massive gamer, but I do have some kind of memories of that. But yeah, and I, and well, and Sims is, like, such a fun one to play. So, like, I I really need to, like, I haven't played it in quite a, I mean, really, I haven't played it. So I haven't around. played it. Yeah. But it's one of those games that you will pick up and, like, be lost in for years. So, like, I do want to play that for you guys. I know at one point we did have a Sims Let's Play, and, like, I named all the chickens after Akatar characters, and, like, it, they all were exactly like their characters. Like, Reese wouldn't leave my house, and, like, Lucian ran away and got eaten by Eris, and I was like, what? <laughs> Just, like, it was, it was really funny. So, like, I do think I'll probably do stuff like that, and, you know, I think also with COVID, a lot of people really honed in on reading and now people are more open to other things. And so I kind of want to just allow you guys time to relax and try other things out. Yeah, it sounds really fun. Yeah. Are there any other upcoming book releases or read-alongs or anything else like that that you're planning? So Lady of Darkness will be our 2024. We're going to do one a year because that's the other thing was we went back and forth about one a year, two a year, but we're going to do one a year. Um, so we'll start planning the 2025 one probably this summer. We'll start yeah. looking at potentials. Um, it will be more fantasy. Like, I would say Lady of Darkness is romanticy, and this one will not be. I My gut tells me it will be fantasy, not romanticy. Um, and then, I mean, I kind of just, I mean, we have the Scarlet St. Clair read-along, which is technically hosted by Scarlet. We're literally copy-pasting. Um, and so I really want people to join in that one because... I have a, I personally have a love for Scarlet and I want other people to read those books. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just go with the flow. Like we'll figure it out and we, I always try to leave room for chaos. I always try yeah. to leave room for a last minute decision. So, um, but we have one more thing with Sarah J Mass in March. We're doing like, it's a playoff of March Madness, which is like the big basketball thing in the US. So we're doing Mass Madness for like one week of just like, this is your wrap up of HoFast, this is your wrap up of everything. And then we'll kind of start to dial back on a lot of the SJM stuff. And then, but it'll it'll always be a part of the realm and it will always be, you know, I don't think I will ever go through a live stream without mentioning Sarah. I genuinely don't. I think that's just nature of the beast at this point. <laughs> I think it's nice though to keep the interest in Sarah J Mass, but still expand out to other things. Yeah, I mean, even with the Mastery Long channel in Discord, like, originally I had planned to get rid of it. Now it's like in this weird limbo. I don't want to get rid of it because I feel like it's kind of made its own little home. And so now 
I mean, you guys don't know this, but there's a channel, there's a section on Discord that we call it the archive. So you guys can't see it, just only I can see it and some of the mods. And we have the very first Book Buds announcement channel. Like I refuse to get rid of it because there's so much sentimental feeling behind like seeing that final post. And so, um, yeah, I, I think Sarah will always be a part of the realm. And I think to your point, I want there to be a space for someone new to come in and feel loved and accepted because, you know, one of the coolest things is when someone new comes in, you guys are always so awesome about like, okay, we won't spoil, we can't wait for you to enjoy it. So we want that to always be there. Yeah, and you put so much time and effort into making the realm this amazing space. Yeah. To what extent are you actually able to just sit back and enjoy it and enjoy the chaos? So this is where like, whenever someone tells me like, oh, Ayla needs a break, she, she doesn't, and I tell them that like Aylin doesn't like breaks because I don't like breaks. Like even right now we're technically on a break and like Amanda and the other mods will tell you it's very weird because we're not like scrambling. Um, I thrive in that environment, but every once in a while I do get to enjoy the realm. And I think for me that is during the read alongs. It's really when you guys are reading the books. Um, Lady of Darkness is, is gonna be fun for me because I know a lot more than what I can say because I do work with Melissa. And so it will be really fun uh, to see you guys spiral on those books. That was a big reason I picked it was because I knew these were going to lead to some good spiral sessions. And I necessarily can't participate. And there are some things I can't even troll you on because I know things, but I get to have so much fun watching you guys do it. Um, so for me, it's it's sometimes like just watching the conversations and you guys don't know that I'm watching, but I am, I'm always watching, I'm always looking. I feel like there are quite a few lurkers in the realm as well. So there, there is. do you identify with them sometimes? Yeah, so that's, okay, sorry. I know you were trying to wrap it up, but that is a really good thing when it comes to, <laughs> that's a really good thing when it comes to community management, which is that, you know, Man, you know, community managers and marketers, they are always looking for active users. They want people who are constantly typing. And I definitely fell in that mentality very early in the realm. Also with, with COVID, everyone wants to talk. Nobody wants to just sit back and relax. Like we're all bored in a house and we all wanted to talk. Um, but when I noticed the stats went down on messages, cause I can see all that on the back end. I can see, you know, stats going down on messages, but going up on readers. I had realized that there was so many people coming into the realm on certain channels and they were just reading those messages, but they weren't typing. And obviously that's the nature of the beast with readers in general. So it's been kind of fun to like, you guys are really the anomaly in the community management world. And I mean, you guys are a very, very active group and very loyal to like I wouldn't say you're loyal to me but you're loyal to each other which I think is really special um but I love sometimes and I'll probably do it today because you just reminded me sometimes I'll put a message in and I'll be like this is for the lurkers just checking on you making sure you're good like and it's it's genuinely just meant to be like I hope you're doing okay I know that I see you and I love you and like don't feel the need to type like it's okay yeah I mean I am probably one of the more active members of the community, but I also do sometimes just enjoy lurking and because I'm in the UK, sometimes things spiral out of control while I'm asleep. So I just like to read back through the messages in the morning and 
it is quite fun just to read sometimes. Yeah, it's well, and it's fun to see how quick a conversation will change. Um, my favorite is whenever, like, for Sarah, we do this. Um, we will we do it. We'll do it for Melissa. Oh, I don't know if we'll do it for Lady of Darkness because I might just let you guys have chaos. But like, we'll do the little forums so I can see the breakdowns. And it's fun to see you guys as you're reading the book have thoughts, and then how someone will go, you know, blah 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 spoiler coverage and then you click on it and then literally in the next chapter like oh so that really wasn't spoiler chat you know whatever so um there's there's definitely some enjoyment and it's something too we're going to incorporate more into our social posts is i want to show off more of your y'all's comments because i feel like right now people don't know how special the realm is unless they're in there and so i want to kind of brag about you guys more basically yeah so if people aren't in the realm yet, how can they join the Discord and get involved in all the different things, like the read-alongs and chapters? How should people get involved? Yeah, so when it comes to the realm, um, you can join. I mean, really, the best thing to do is just to join the realm, and then the rest will follow. Um, so the realm, you can go to the link in my bio, and it says join the Discord, and you click that. Or if you go to rosebudsrealm.com, click the link, it'll take you right to Discord as well. Um, and uh, for the chapters, it's again, we there's a reason we keep it in Discord is because that constant communication so you guys as chapter leads can have that constant flow of communication so you guys can join there and um in regards to the read-alongs right now we have a way that you guys can join the lady of darkness read-along um it's when you join the realm you can click the button or if you're already in the realm and you haven't we have a second option for you to join it um and then eventually there will be a news i should say we're, we're hopefully fingers crossed i'm always really bad at this but we're going to do like a newsletter with lady of darkness so you guys will get like probably an update every twice two times a month i think is the plan um but yeah so it's all in the discord discord is like the best place for everything yeah i feel like there's so much going on in the realm sometimes it can be overwhelming for someone to join at first but you just have to work through everything i guess channel by channel is how I got used to it and you do find your own space in that yeah and I always say to people I know it's overwhelming don't worry I'm fully aware but no to your point go channel by channel or just ask because everyone is we really preach kindness I mean we do poke at each other for sure but we we preach kindness yeah. and um we mean it there's no dumb questions and I strongly believe that so no one will think you're dumb if you're like how do i cover spoilers we will tell you don't worry <laughs> one final question just to finish okay. off what are you currently reading and how are you finding it um so fan fiction right now because i just need to clear my brain um but uh besides the fanfic um uh so sass so storms of secret and sorrow which is the sequel to um Arena Shadows and Endings. Um, I was, this is Melissa's legacy series, which by the way, I would recommend you don't read this until you read Lady of Darkness. So like, just wait. But uh, that's why the realm starting with Lady of Darkness first. This is like a throne of glass, Lady of Darkness to throne of glass as Crescent City is to legacy, if that makes sense. So it's, but it's, yeah, but I know it's, a, little, it's a little more intense. So people will, I, I think the best part is I really hope there's some people who don't look at what the legacy series is about and if they get halfway through darkness i want to tell you what it's about and then watching everyone's faces go wait what is like my favorite part 
it's like genuinely my favorite part so um but i was lucky enough to alpha read uh so sass which is um and for the author world there's alpha readers and there's beta readers and there's arc readers so i was in the alpha reading section for social media purposes um i didn't provide like feedback <laughs> i mean i should have but i really didn't i was like this is great um so uh i'm now getting the final draft of which is the arc and so this is going to be fun for me I'm like chapters have moved. So I get to kind of see how things have shifted in the past few months. Um, and I'm really, really excited for people to read this one who have read the legacy series because it is, I mean, my heart is with darkness, just like how my heart is with throne of glass, but I think so sass is her best novel yet. And so I'm really excited for people to read it and dive into it. And, um, but after this, I don't know, I think, um, I have like a few arcs that I have to read. Um, so I might have, I might dive into those or I might dive into, uh, something on my own TBR. Yeah. Miranda's yeah. here. Oh, I read Till Death. I should bring up Till Death because I read Till Death, but Miranda Lynn wrote Till Death, uh, which I just finished and genuinely loved it. And the only reason I'm not talking about it is because I'm waiting till we're closer to release. So you guys don't forget when I bring it up, but. We are doing a buddy read for T Till Death in April, by the way, or April or May, we're still working on the details, but uh, that's a standalone. It has Moulin Rouge vibes. So like, I'm very excited for you guys to read that. Yeah, that's that's the look. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, Miranda, I told you, people want Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I'll definitely keep an eye out for yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. I'll keep you guys updated. It is, I had so much. I I binged it in a day and I'm so glad I did. And it has a little bit of a mystery. So I'm really, I think the best part will will be during the buddy read is you guys trying to figure out things because I was not smart. Miranda will tell you that. And so I really can't wait to see you guys figure it out much quicker than I did. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't yeah. know. See what happens. What are, you, what are you reading right now? I mean, besides well, um, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. So halfway through HoFast obviously I'm hoping to finish by the end of the month but we'll see what happens with that and then for university I'm basically doing a fantasy module this semester which is like the dream so I just started Game of Thrones yesterday for that which is annoying because it's such a thick book to read for university but at the same time it's one of those massive fantasy books that I've never had a chance to read yeah. before. So it's great to finally get into it. That's so cool. See, this is, okay, you bringing up Game of Thrones is literally the reason I want to pick a hardcore fantasy next year because I know some of them are intimidating, Lord of the Rings for me, and I just want us to read it together because there's no better way to go through it than with a chaotic group of being like, so wait, where are we? What is going on? And so, but I think that's so cool that you're doing that. That's yeah. awesome. Well, it's I, really, really fun. I want to know what you think of Game of Thrones because I haven't read it. It's not complete and it, that terrifies me, but I want to know what you think. Okay. I'll let you know. Okay. I might give a few reading updates in the realm. Oh yeah. I would love, love that. Okay. Well, love it's been lovely talking to you today and hearing more about all this discord community and your businesses and everything else well thank you thank you again and it, this was great i loved it yeah very welcome and thank you everyone for listening as well yeah well thank you and yeah it, good luck on your studies and i can't wait to to hear thank what you. all your thoughts yeah okay, okay. bye, bye.
Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sarah. I will wrap it up with social media contacts and more in a few minutes, but for now, please keep listening as I tell you about my bookish topic of the month, Speak Up SMP. So this all began because there was a public Islamophobic comment made by a known employee at St Martin's Press. I know it sparked a lot of outrage online and has since led to a boycott of posting any social media content for any books published by St Martin's Press. This boycott is not to stop people buying books, it's about the marketing of the books and about not speaking about the books publicly on social media. So it's not posting books in reading wrap-ups, it's not posting reviews of books, it's not sharing about ARCs. I initially heard about this from an account I follow at Emma Skies on Instagram and she was talking about it and it it just caught my attention basically like as a UK reader St Martin's Press is a US publisher so I don't really have much to do with them I don't always know which books are published by St Martin's Press so it's difficult for me to fully, fully invest myself in this boycott. However, from what I've heard from people who are involved in the boycott, I can definitely see where they're coming from and I do support what they're saying and they do make some really good points about how the publisher needs to do better. Like, how can an employee at Slip any company gets away with some public Islamophobic comments and as far as I'm aware all the publisher has said all that St Martin's Press have said about this boycott is that they won't publicly speak about their employees which is not what people want to hear so I believe this boycott has been going on for a few months now I can't tell you exactly when it started but it was definitely around the time of like reading wrap-ups for 2023 it was definitely around that sort of time that I started to see things going on on bookstagram and I started to see some posts about it as much as possible I do want to get involved which is why I'm talking to you about it informing anyone who hasn't heard anything so far because although this has grown quite big on social media I know not everyone will have come across any particular content speaking about this and I still have more to learn as well personally I'm fully aware of that I'm owning up to it I am a white person as well so I can't speak on behalf of anyone from a different race however I am also aware that this is part of a larger issue with the publishing industry continuing to favour white authors and white employees and I believe that in recent years like maybe over the past just five ten years there has been some improvement however this issue with St Martin's Press highlights that there is still a long way to go to achieve equality in the publishing industry and if you do see me posting about any book that's been published by St Martin's Press I sincerely apologise. It is a complete accident just because some books might escape my attention because like I said I'm from the UK. 
I won't have an edition published by St. Martin's Press. So as much as possible, I am in support of this movement and this boycott. However, one issue I do have with this boycott is that as well as holding the publisher accountable, I feel like this may be a hindrance to authors who have nothing to do with this Islamophobia and racism. In a way, this might hinder their own sales and like there is one author in particular I'm aware of is published by St Martin's Press in the US and they are a non-binary author and they are doing so much in terms of representation for queer people and yet I feel like I can't speak about any of their books at the moment, so it is, like, a difficult thing as well. Like, is this punishing the authors as well as the publisher? Is this punishing innocent authors in a way? But then also it's not saying to not buy the books, so it's kind of a complex issue for me, and I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. So it's not an easy thing for me to get my head around. However... I know there is this specific Instagram account at Readers for Accountability and they're posting most of the main content about this SMP boycott. So you can find out more from them as well. And also I need to do more research of my own and I would hope that you can do the same thing. And if anyone's going through any kind of emotional troubles or has any concerns with any kind of relation to this then I am here to reach out to my dms are always open if you want to discuss this further so yeah I don't really know how long this boycott is expected to go on if St Martin's Press still continue to refuse to talk However, as much as possible, I am in support of it. This is an issue that needs to be sorted out in publishing, that Islamophobia is not okay, racism is not okay, and as readers, we need to do better and we need to hold these publishers accountable. Thank you for listening to Bookstagram Live. Please take the time to rate, review and subscribe wherever you are listening. You can follow Sarah on Instagram at rosebudmode and head to the Rosebud's Realm website to join the Discord community. The website also features the Realm shop and you can find more information there about the chapters meetup scheme. If anyone listening is based in the UK, I lead what is currently the only chapter in the UK. So it's based in Birmingham, but it's open to anyone who is willing to travel. You can find me over on Instagram at Books, and please do reach out to me if you're interested in signing up for my chapter. Follow me to watch future episodes as I record them live before uploading the audio to this podcast. If you would like to feature in a future episode, you can reach out through my DMs with the topic you would like to discuss. This is an opportunity for you to promote something that you feel passionate about. Thank you, and always remember, keep smiling, keep reading, and keep the conversation going. Speak to you next time.